Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Pod Network Entertainment. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time! Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ila Dragunov, the star Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Watching and listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Fancy hey. Romoran and Emil ASH checking in on another Thursday live stream. And before anything else, pansinin muna natin na si Emil ASH nasa casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> this, I don't have an office, parang office space dito sa bahay. So, sa sala ako nag-work and dito rin ako nag uh, I'm doing this right now in sa sala namin since ako lang naman nandito so very chill <laughs> alright uh, it's nice to see uh, you, you know you very comfortable and everything and uh, we said this na nung picks of the week episode but we just gotta say it again thank you again to everybody who showed up and joined us nung Sunday for the SummerSlam viewing party uh, Ro hosted it and Emil and Rowan they were there as well alongside our friends from Geek Talk PH Thank you to Geek Talk PH and thank you to our friends from Everybody's Toys and Collectibles for that Roman Reigns Tribal Chief gift pack Napinamigay natin. Uh, it went to friend of the podcast, Nico Parungo. Really happy that he was able to take that home. And thank you as well to our friends from Skinny Mike's BGC. They've been having us and our viewing parties for eight years or nine years at this point. So sobrang lakim bagay that uh, you know, we've, we still work together and that we're able to bring the viewing party experience to everyone. So um, I think we got to start by talking about a viewing party because people are asking about the idea of an all-in viewing party. So, Ro, let them know where it's at right now. Uh, okay, so um, it's still in the very early planning stages, even though there's like uh, a little over two weeks to go before the show. So as it stands, all-in, in, yeah, it's, a, it's an event in London, so it's going to be at 1 a.m. And knowing Tony Khan, that, that shit's going to run until like 5 or 6. So that's going to be crazy. But um, only two people have asked me about it. One of them was in the bathroom while I was peeing. Um, but uh, I, if you guys want it, you guys have to let me know that you are willing to commit to, you know, trooping over to our venue at that early, um, you know, the wee small hours of the morning. That was, uh, um, we'll be watching it together. So, um, 
if you guys don't tell me, I'll only have the two people who have asked so far to go on, and that's not really enough for a viewing party. So magugusap sila ba Oh, and then you know we'll have uh, maybe Emil, maybe Rowan. I don't know. It's a, it's a Monday. It's a really really early Monday morning. I can you know I can hack it. I think we can hack it, but we just need your uh, commitment for it. So Yun, um, if you want an all in party, uh, please sound off in the comments. Please sound off. Comment on our posts. Let other people know that you are asking for it. Uh, you know, build up that grassroots support for it, and then we can. I know. Make it work with our friends from either Skinny Mike Sports Bar or Hobby Stadium. Because uh, I know we're always you know, looking forward to having viewing parties. Uh, you, you just gotta let us know. I say in SummerSlam there was uh, there was a real uh, you know groundswell of support. Um, see, Skinny Mike came to us, came to me, and asked if we were gonna do it. So that was like the sign that we should do it. So you know, um, I know, uh, I know that um, AEW isn't. You know, hitting the same as WWE, but you know, I mean, they're still fans. I- I'm still a fan. I still want to catch it, but uh, uh, you got to be all in with us here. Pun slightly intended. Inang, inang naman. Yeah, uh, marami pa tayong pakulo in case you really enjoyed yung SummerSlam view- viewing party experience and you want to have more interactions with people in the wrestling community or the wrestling wrestling podcast community. We can tell you as early as now that we're working on another event for next month and we're really excited to share more details as they become available. Pinaplancha lang namin yung details on our end so that when we announce it, everyone can get really excited and you know we can uh, get together again in one place at the same time. Uh, let's also throw it to Emil because he wants to let you know about all the wonderful benefits of being a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron. All right, so if you want to ex- uh, to get the full Wrestling Wrestling Podcast experience, all you have, all you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for only uh, $5 or in a local currency, it's around 260, 270 pesos. So very budget-friendly for for every single one of you. And um, of course... There are benefits, of course. We have. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, we have the Discord community where you can uh, interact with us and your fellow podcast. And we also, kung walang watch part, uh, vir- viewing party, we host our virtual viewing parties there. So if you wanted, if you wanted to join in on that, so you could uh, do that uh, in our Discord. You can also talk to us about wrestling, about memes, sports, fashion, anything else, uh, everything in anything under the sun. Of course, we have the pasabais, which we are cooking up something. So, so if you want to get your uh, authentic wrestling merch, uh, WWE, AW, or any other wrestling merch, you can get it through us. Uh, more details about that later. So, uh, stay tuned. And no, also, no, no. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it now. We'll talk about it now. No, no, no. Let's right, talk okay, about it now. We'll talk, so, yeah. it, it, it's it's not just a patron thing for now. We're testing a new um, system. We're testing a new setup in which. Uh, it's also open to uh, non-patrons if you guys want to. Um, you guys want to get some authentic merch, uh, as Emil said. Pero uh, for non-patrons, it's gonna be a little more steeper because we're trying to make money here. Let's, let's be real. Uh, we're trying to make the, those lemonade lemonades out of lemons here. So uh, just PM us if you wanted to uh, PM the the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Facebook page if you want to know more. But um, patrons have it a little easier. Here, so it would be very, very beneficial and very advantageous for you, kung maging patron ka ng wrestling wrestling podcast. So yeah, um, but it's open to uh, all of you guys. If you want, um, 
If you want uh, merch from the WWE shop, shop AEW, uh, even outside the, you know, there you go. Thank you. Even outside those, um, those particular online merch stores, we can make it happen. And we are, uh, you know, um, in the process of doing that soon. And if this takes off, if, if there's enough interest, I think we could do it a little more regularly than, you know, beyond, uh, sale events, sale occasions and special holidays and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, expect lang na may konting service fee because, you know, uh, there is a yeah. bit of work that goes into this. Uh, what we're doing is basically coordinating everything and handling logistics, which is actually a lot of real work, especially kapag dumadami ng order. Yeah. So, just to explain kung bakit meron tayong service fee na pinapatong on top of the fees you'll have to pay for the product uh, itself, for shipping to yung forwarder, and then yung forwarder papunta sa atin dito sa Pinas. Ganun lang talaga. It's really, uh, you know, the struggle of being in a third world country on the literally the other side of the world. But it is what it is, and we're doing what we can to make wrestling merch accessible to everyone. The same way na wrestling, hopefully, is more accessible to everyone. So, uh, thank you, Babyface Producer Jasper, for putting up that slide. Uh, it's time for us to get into some actual wrestling talk. And we're going to start with Jimmy Uso. And coming out of SummerSlam, everybody was emotional over what happened uh, for good reason. Because, syempre, everybody was expecting na si Jey Uso, it was his time. He was going to be the one to vanquish the tribal chief. Tapos nakiepal si Jimmy Uso. And he did what he did. So, first reactions. Emil, did you see this coming? And how did you react nung nakialam na si Jimmy Uso? Um, I did not see this coming. Pero I've weeks leading into SummerSlam. Um, medyo I'll go on a rant here now. Um, weeks leading into SummerSlam, I've been seeing a lot, especially when Jimmy Uso got taken out. I've been seeing a lot of people, a lot of Twitter, a lot of Twitter, uh, tweets, a lot of posts. Na they're saying that Jimmy Uso is gonna return at SummerSlam to turn on Jay Uso. And non, like I thought, you know, it's that that's stupid. Because you know, um, Jimmy is the one who pushed Jay to stand up to Roman. So why? You know why would you know why would Jimmy do that to, to his own to, to, to his own brother? Plus, I thought if that happens, the bloodline story will officially jump the shark for me. Because for me, doing that turn is just doing a swerve for the sake of doing a swerve for the sake of topping everyone, and that's my initial reaction when it happened on Sunday. Like I can't believe that they actually pulled that off, and. Again, this is like moments when it happened. I was thinking, uh, um, are they are they running out of ideas for this storyline? Uh, like they have built this storyline great up to this point, and now they can't seem to finish it. They can't seem to write a good ending. It reminds me of How I Met Your Mother, which I think a lot of people here in the here in the comments will will know what I'm talking about, right? It's it was a great series, but by season nine, they don't know how to finish it. And the ending left us all confused. It basically soured the oh, series. I, mean, I don't know about us. you. You got confused. Oh galit ako ng ending nun, yeah, like, going also, back. Also, yeah. yeah, like <laughs> diba? <laughs> you know, this is a great story, but now we're at a point na they don't know how to write a good ending for it. You know, uh-huh. and this is this is my reaction when it happened, huh? And you know, days later, maybe okay, I'll, I'll just wait. This this is gonna be another wait and see mode, and how how are they gonna write it? Um, this only for me, this will only make sense if humiwalay na sila sa story ni Roman, like Jay and Jimmy 
will split into a story of the own. Pero if it still involves the bloodline, then that's it. Like I will officially give up on this story. Look at you, baby's first rant. What's <laughs> 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 going on? <laughs> <laughs> First time I've ever heard you go on a row like rant there. Uh, interesting. Uh, normally, I would agree. Uh, you brought up you brought up a lot of good points. I, I gotta say, uh, some of those I echo. Pero the thing is, um, I would. Uh, I need to reserve judgment first because I don't know where the next, what the next step is. Because um, people don't like letting it play out. I gotta let it play out. Because you know, one the story doesn't stop at one chapter. You know, it doesn't stop until the story is over. Uh, you know, so uh, the thing about the thing you mentioned about um, Jimmy and Jay doing their own thing away from Roman and Solo that that is what I am hoping for. And if that if they go that way. Uh, that is uh, that's something that tells me um, they had a lot of things in mind that um, I think they fleshed out better. And if not, then you're right, totally right. I agree. Um, so I don't want to pass judgment on it yet because the week isn't over. It just is the way it is. Uh, um, when it comes to how the weekly programs are structured, and I think uh, you don't want to shoot your shot too early yet. Um, when the the when when the next part of the story is literally tomorrow on SmackDown, right? so uh, I appreciate your rant, but I think it might uh, you know we'll find out tomorrow if it was uh, it if it ages well or it becomes a freezing cold take. Right? So um, I I, I want to save it first. I want I'll 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 say whatever I have to say about it next week. May mga moving parts pa tayo rito eh. For one, there was a report coming out of SummerSlam na injured daw si Roman Reigns. Uh, not that it should affect Roman per se because it's not like he wrestles every week, but if it's a very serious injury, then baka magka-problema. Uh, other moving parts going around, they already started sowing seeds of discord between Solo, Sikoa, and Roman Reigns. And then you've got Jimmy versus Jay. So I was listening to The Masked Man Show and see Kaz, yung partner ni Shoemaker, he mentioned this idea na what if it's a fatal four-way at Survivor Series with an ooze in every corner? Payag ba kayo uh, right now, I don't want it to be about um, Roman Reigns' championship. Like, yes, um, obviously, the same way they did this for Finn and uh, Seth and Damien. Obviously, the loser story has nothing to do with the championship at this point. Talagang iba yung uh, iba yung end goal for that. Um, the the Usos did say as well that they wanted to do a brother versus brother match, an Us versus Us match. So, um, Megan and then so. Maybe it has something to do with the uh, with the championship. Um, they also said that uh, they really had no plans of doing a, a J title run, which is understandable because you know uh, this guy was born to be in the tag team, um, literally because they were twins, right? They're, they're they're twin wrestlers, so that that's a thing. Uh, so I don't want that. I don't, I don't really. It's, it would be nice, but um, I don't want it now. I think. Um, maybe when the Jay versus Jimmy thing blossoms further, if it blossoms further, okay lang then. But uh, I, I do also want to see the Jay versus Jimmy thing. Um, so again, Emil, I'll, I'll let you cook first before I mention any mention another point. Again, um, same point I said earlier. Now I don't want Jimmy and Jay to get involved with Roman anytime soon if they're gonna go this route. 
Well, now they're going to have their own feud. Because, again, it goes back to... Well, there's For me, pag nangyari yun, parang... Ah, I, I don't want... Like, they need... It's need it needs to be a separate thing of its own. So I feel like Survivor Series is too soon for that. All right. Uh, do you guys want to see Jimmy versus Jay at WrestleMania or at the next big pay per view, which is likely Survivor Series? I don't know. I, either would be fine. I think. Um, I don't know if Survivor Series is going to be a thing. I but then, man, um, I I do think it's a WrestleMania worthy uh, story. The same way Matt versus Jeff Hardy was supposed to be that. Uh, I wouldn't mind that. Um, WrestleMania, sobrang, sobrang layo pa eh. Like, um, th- that's why I want this to, if they're gonna go until WrestleMania, then have a slow burn to this. Like, wag muna silang magharap. Alright, uh, I'm glad you mentioned the slow burn because, uh, that's the next point I wanted to get to because I saw the reactions online and a lot of people, they're tired of the long-term storytelling. So they, one moment they say they want long-term storytelling then now they say that all of this is too much. Like there's too much, too much soap opera. There's too much uh, teleserie. Masadong matagal. You know, it's running week to week. There's no real uh, satisfying resolution, right? So um, I gotta ask you guys, uh, you guys here and you guys in the chat, wh- what do you think of this? Like, are are we being dragged on for too long? It's should it, should it be yung Pinoy style teleserie na the the story goes on and on and on every day, every week. Without you know clear endpoints, or should it be like uh, you know a Western style uh, TV series? Uh, there's there's a clear end, and then there's a season break, and then we get back to it, and then so on and so forth. You know, there's a clear stop. There, so you expect uh, the story to be concluded a certain way um, in that particular stop. But wrestling never stops, right? Uh, WWE never stops for sure. So um, the thing people thought they wanted was not is now the thing that. Uh, People are tired of so you know live long enough to see yourself become the villain. So wh- what do you guys think of that? Because to me, I- I'm okay with it because uh, you know I-, I like watching it all unfold. I-, I do think the story is well told. It is frustrating at times, but that's the nature of of you know a fictional narrative, right? You go, Emil. You start. Siguro yeah. Ro, Ro um is making good points here. Nah, yes, we we have dreamed of. Finally, having long-term storytelling in WWE for so long, and now we're getting it. You know, ang sa akin lang, it has to make sense, kasi you know, for, for me to to like it. Pero things like this, you know, it's a wait and see mode. No, this is primarily the prime, uh, prime. You know, this is the initial reaction to everything that has happened. Pero siguro my take will age badly in a few weeks. You know, pero. To me, for long-term story to work, it has to make sense. But you don't know that it, yet. It, it hasn't. Yeah, exactly. It hasn't unfolded. That's why, that's why you, you tune in every week to make sure. Okay, yeah, but to, I mean, you, you know. can't say it doesn't make sense now because there might be something up their sleeve that makes it exactly, make sense yeah. <laughs> on, on Friday or next week, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, right. parang that 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 um that criticism also doesn't make sense because you're basing <laughs> it on what you see now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yun, yeah, like, are we tired of this? Are the, it, it does feel like you don't want it because you're judging it on what's happened now. Mm, um, Leo, the- sorry, sorry. Leo, Leo brings up the good point that Heyman said it was the bottom of the third, right? and then uh, so if it's the third, that's what uh, that's only the third, one third of the first third of the of the game. 
So, ano pa to? Nine years pa to? Yeah, nine exactly, years to right? <laughs> so, yun nga. Are, are you prepared? Are you prepared to go that long? Uh, to, to see it all the way to the ninth? Mm, siguro, dapat, ano, again, uh, dapat may definite, may definite end. Yun lang naman. And, I can sense when the, the ending, the, when the climax is uh, happy, yung talaga, ma-anticipate mo na na, okay, this is gonna be the climax of the story. And this is when we, sh- this is the most anticipated part of the story na for sure we'll get a definite answer to all of this, all of the story that has been building up this moment. The way I see it, just to chime in here, feeling ko yung frustration ng internet, I'm not speaking for myself, ha, but I think yung frustration comes from the fact na yung SummerSlam had two big endings that people were hoping for and then neither of those endings went their way. People were expecting Finn to finally defeat Seth and people were expecting a feel-good moment for Jay. Never mind na hindi, magbe- hindi siya pagtatak sila ni Jimmy Uso. But we both didn't get those endings and I think that's what added to yung frustration ng mga tao sa internet. That that brings me to my next question. So, you know, so many so many things. Sorry, so many things about this, about both of those things actually. Uh, at this point, do you want to get the fan service moment, even though it doesn't serve the bigger story? You say, obviously, uh, Roman Reigns is being saved up for WrestleMania, whether it's The Rock or whether it's Cody to finish his story. Uh, ano yan? Do you want it to? Do you want it to short to serve you in the short term, or are you still committed to? Uh, the long-term story that they're clearly telling here. Ooh. Uh, as diba? things go right do you, now. Do you want to feel good now? Or do you want to say... Yeah. So, diba? bang mahirap sagutin ito. With, because, again, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what's gonna happen in a few months. If you're still gonna feel the same thing na you're feeling now. Your opinions uh, will... will It still be the same three months from now. You know, so... Uh, yeah, that's that's a, that's a hard question to answer, honestly, for me. I think everyone, uh, everyone who's angry on the internet has to go through that line of questioning. Para patawuhan yeah. sila, may mas masan. Alam mo Look at Emil. Just a few minutes exactly. ago, he was all up in arms, yeah. and now he's like, "Huh, no, I see your point there." <laughs> yeah, the, you know, in the last things few days, you that is, about, yeah. you know, they, uh, that's what the questions na ko. But what I said earlier was my initial reaction on Sunday, and then I got days now to think about it and you know we, again this is gonna be a wait and see mode Emil became a kid again because he got taken to school alright yeah <laughs> uh, let, let's talk about EO Sky that was an ending we actually liked for the genius of the sky in a cash in no money in the bank all efficient walang uh, walang hesitation from the referee walang back and forth just beat uh, Bianca who was already injured with the briefcase cashed in over the moonsault one, two, three, new women's champion. It was a very crazy sequence. And uh, I'm, I'm sure this is one of the happier endings that people actually had coming out of SummerSlam. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I like that nah, they, just, they just... I like that nah, they just went with it. Like, no damage control. Uh, there's no damage control turns or there's no uh, drama that was involved. They just straight up cashed in, had a feel-good moment for for the fans, uh, in, also in Skinny Mike's and in, in Detroit, so. Yeah, uh, that was the thing, and yeah, so um, not just this, not just EO, but um, they were really doing all the good, the feel-good stuff, because they knew, and Triple H intentionally did it that way, right? Uh, he wanted to send the crowd home 
sad. <laughs> so um, he <laughs> he he prepared us for the moment. He let us he let us well as gently as he could, diba? So uh, good on him. So I guess me balance parincha. He has a sense of balance. Um, talk about that a little more after the break. But um, I do enjoy. Uh, I you know it's great that he still has it in him to give us the fan service moments. Some fan service moments. Yeah, uh, I really love how you had Asuka, Bianca, and Charlotte all uh, trying to kill each other for the women's championship only for a fourth person who wasn't even in the match to sneak up on everyone. Nakaabangers mode siya, tapos she goes home with the championship. Um, super cathartic then for damage control to be reunited. Diba bumalik si Dakota Kai for that moment. Uh, if you guys have been reading yung stories on the internet, kinuwento niya na sobrang madalian pa yung pag, uh, paglipad niya papuntang Detroit. Like she woke up 1 p.m. Eastern time on the day of the show so um it's a miracle that it all came together and uh it, it was one of the better moments from a crazy SummerSlam. any other thoughts with the way that money in the bank happened or the way that that triple threat match went down no uh the triple threat no. match i know people got mad uh kasi bianca won but bianca so uh so that uh eo can cash in on her um she could eat the pin take the loss be the scapegoat and okay, um, it's fine. Uh, Bianca's so good. Durug ni tuhut niya, de ba? So it made sense na she yeah, wouldn't be uh, able to overcome yeah, yeah. Io after that uh, brutal match. Apparently, she was working the injury then, so that was really, really good acting. Uh, maybe yeah. any future to Hollywood. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> uh, I I got sold. Um, I I bought into the injury, and then he did. She did the she did the four fifty on one leg. Too good to be true, but it was still pretty impressive looking, de ba? So that was um, uh, she was she's still one of the best athletes. Uh, WWE right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing. Um, Bianca, she, tama lang. I, she was the right person to to take the pin from EO, and uh, I know. Plus, it adds a it adds a title reign to her resume. Like it doesn't matter. A few years from now, people will will not remember that her reign was that short. But it's gonna yeah. add to her ta- to, to her to her accolades. You know, she's. She's now what a three-time women's champion. So that's right. Yeah, good for her. yeah. But never forget, no mercy. Two thousand seven. When nagpalitan si na Triple H and Randy Orton <laughs> yeah. in the same night, like two or three times. So medyo na pasdat pading din sila on that night. So Emil yeah. is absolutely right there. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about the Judgment Day because this si babyface producer Jasper na deflate siya coming out of this match. So the Damien Priest meme is now in the annals of internet lore, and I love it. I am here for it. Uh, but now we're getting Finn versus Damien. Clear na to. And JD McDonough has seamlessly been woven into the storyline as well. Uh, siya yung parang advisor ni Finn backstage kasi nga may history sila. And si Damien inaangasan din niya to si JD McDonough. Para sino ka ba? Ano bang, uh, ano bang business mo dito, di ba? So what did you think about how that all went down? Let's start with Ro this time. Ah, uh, yun nga. Uh, like I said kanina, yun, yun yung dapat nangyari. Like, uh, they were clearly building up Finn versus Damien. And while I agree na dapat, um, they could have done the same thing no, if, uh, if Finn won the championship. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm also not surprised kasi yun nga yung gusto nila mangyari. Uh, uh, they've been teasing the split for a while now. Again, I told ABL here in the Discord na, um, kapag, pag winawater nila yung seeds na, Tinanim nila. It, it usually means that na mga yaren na siya agad. 
uh, sooner rather than later. So, you know, it's to be expected. And again, uh, goes back to the question, are you, uh, are you here for the short-term happiness or the short-term joy, or are you here to let the story unfold? So, yeah, that's the question you have to ask yourself kapag naramdam mo tong frustration nato. I've been going through wrestling Twitter and after the match, there are people who na that he's not a legit superstar, si Finn Balor. He's not a legit main eventer because uh, he didn't credibility because he couldn't defeat Seth. Emil, do you agree with this take or not? No, I don't. Because this is the story of... If you have been noticing the Judgment Day over the last year or so, this has been the story they're trying to tell with Finn Balor, that he can't win the big matches. That is his character as of this moment. He's the guy uh, who is the leader of the judgment day but he can't cash in his uh his you know he can't cash in wins you know he can't uh get titles he can't um so basically he's like the loser of the judgment day and that is basically the motivation of Finn being you know dispute of Finn being jealous of of Damien now he's the one with the money in the bank and you know you know so it makes sense this time it actually makes sense so even though the first three when he lost when he, you know, when he lost to to Seth, but at the same time, I realized that the story can progress without Finn winning the championship. So, um, I'm I'm okay with it. Suddenly, I said last week that it has, it ha- uh, for the story to continue, Finn has to win. But now, maybe the the storyline is fine with Finn not winning. All right. Uh, who knows? But Damian Priest might cash in, become world heavyweight champion, only for Finn to find some way to take the title from from Priest or to turn his back on Priest right then and there. Uh, Damian Priest might be the Randy Orton of 2023 or 2024. Uh, still in the still in the cards, but still could happen uh, within the next few months. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we will answer a question that was asked on Monday Picks of the Week live stream. Natin. I believe it was Glendale who asked that question. But first, a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Right. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, you heard a message from our podcasts on the Pod Network. So it, it takes a while. It takes a while to remember. Uh, we, we have been doing this for yeah. four plus years. I'm going to make that mistake too. <laughs> Yeah, at some point uh, we will all sp- uh, well. <laughs> we we will all slip up, and it was my turn to slip up tonight. All right, uh, there was a question from Glendale nung Monday night live stream natin. Tinanong ni Glendale if we are in the midst of a wrestling boom. Because look at this very stacked roster that we have right now. It's not even a top-heavy WWE. Because eh? you go down the line after Roman and Cody and Seth, you have Sammy, you have KO, and that's not even talking about the women yet. Sina Becky, Charlotte, Asuka, Bianca, Io, uh, Jay and Jimmy are made men. Finn, Damien, Dominic, Rhea, they're all made people. So uh, let me ask you, Ro, because I know you have a lot to unpack from this. Are we really in the midst of a wrestling boom? Yeah, uh, let's acknowledge Julian first. Julian, si Julian is asking a question. So we acknowledge ah, si Julian you, pala, sorry. Julian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so um, there are a bunch of people na pinupush ngayon. Uh, a lot of people, more people than ever, actually. A lot of NXT guys, a lot of Hunters kids. Uh, talagang um, iba na ang landscape ngayon. Uh, it's not like before where Vince would, you know, string us along. And you know, obviously neglect yung mga yung mga nagaano yung mga gusto nyo push and gusto ng push ng mga ng mga fans, ba? 
Well, the problem is um, you are also seeing a lot of people complaining about this wrestler not getting a push, this wrestler not getting TV time, like say Johnny Gargano not getting TV time. Uh, a lot of other guys you don't see often. A lot of people not winning championships, like Jay not winning a championship, Finn not winning a championship. So a lot of a lot of complaints like that right now, um, and it's really interesting because uh, Triple H is building this bubble, and there's he's not doing anything wrong because he's listening to not just listening to the, the fans, the WWE universe. Pero he's also parang buwabawi siya eh, sa mga anak niyang uh, nakakall up sa main roster. Tapos, uh, uh, you know, Vince does wrong by them for whatever reason. Whether he doesn't like them, doesn't see what Triple H sees, or just not best for business when it, um, in Vince's opinion. So, um, Triple H is giving a lot of effort and attention to a lot of these people. And the natural result is that there will be some people who uh, who will disappoint the WWE universe, the fandom, right? Because uh, you get a taste of this person possibly getting uh, a, a big push or TV time, the, the attention that Vince didn't give them, and then voila, right? Uh, you might even think now, oh, it's, it's, it, it's back to the way things were after the honeymoon period in Triple H, right? But... You know, uh, it's weird because um, there is so much, there are so many, so much more people than ever getting this groundswell of support. And uh, because we're in such a boom period, we're also parang kind of normalizing it and normalizing when it comes to the level of who's getting which push. And eventually, um, the boom isn't going to be the boom, you know? Uh, people will be disappointed like we, like we are right now. And it's funny because uh, it's a reflection ng mindset, ng attitude of fans. Na. They want it all. But the, the truth is not even Triple H can give it all to you. Uh, we can't have it all. And it's funny because they, they really want to make it work, but it can't work like that. So naturally, um, Finn has to lose. Jay has to lose. Cody has to lose sometimes. Right? Uh, Johnny Gargano can't get TV time. Candice LeRae can't get TV time because hey, there are only so many spots to to go around and distribute to people. So um, I just want you guys to know that when you think business is booming, it can't boom for everyone, no matter how you guys want it. And kahit si Triple H, kahit gusto rin yung iboom sa lahat, ipush sa lahat, syempre, di naman pwedeng that. Somebody has to lose for someone else to win and, you know, uh, and and get over it. You guys remember that scene from Bruce Almighty where he becomes God and then he answers everyone's <laughs> prayers because uh, he didn't want to think about who to not give, uh, who to deny a prayer to, right? That's kind of like what we're happening now. Uh, what's, what's happening now, except Triple H figured it out. Nah, uh, you can't have everyone win the lotto, right? Uh, talagang may matatalo and... Uh, People have to understand that sooner than later. Because if they don't, you will be disappointed by who's not winning. Right? Uh, you do have to not just finish the story, but follow the story. You know, um, uh, that's just all I have to say. Uh, whenever you, um, whenever you feel like 
this person or that person, this wrestler or that wrestler, is it getting the the effort or the attention or the push that you want? Just remember na hindi pwedeng manalo lahat. Uh, there, you know, there <laughs> we had joy, we had fun, we had seasons, seasons in the sun. Yeah, uh, it, it's actually something that I've been thinking about as well, especially from yung context namin ni Ro, na we were, you know, in a, in a wrestling scene where ganun din, but there's only a, a limited number of spots. There's only so much airtime. And kahit na kayo kayo na mismo yung nagbubuk ng show, hindi rin pwede panalo lahat, di ba? So, you just enlarge that on the scale of WWE and think about how everyone cannot win. That's just the reality of it, di ba? Uh, ikaw, Emil, may, ano ba, may counterpoint ka ba? Or may feelings ka ba about this wrestling boom and how while it is a boom, not everyone can reap the benefits of that boom right here, right now? Um, I'd rather have a deep roster now what we, like what we have now rather than a few years ago where everyone's getting injured. So, so wala. Like, yung depth ng roster is very shallow. Like, I'd rather have this one. Saka, I'd compare it to... You know, again, going like in, in my other passion, which is, which is basketball. So, isang team, hindi naman lahat superstar. Eh. Hindi naman lahat sila yung umi-score. Hindi naman lahat sila yung uh, main star. You, you only have one or two stars in a team. And then everyone has a role to play. So, hindi ibig sabihin na someone is having this role. Ibig sabihin na he doesn't have a chance to rise up the ranks and become a superstar one day. So yung mga wrestlers na people felt like, people are feeling like na nasasayang, there's gonna be a chance for them to prove themselves. And then if, you know, if the people would like it, people would love it, then management would love it. I mean, they're gonna give that person a chance to go to go up the, the card. Unlike with Vince, where if uh if Vince's mind is set on something, yun yung masusunod. Wala nang, walang kukontra, unless... You know, unless people will, you know, will, uh, will be angry about it. Pero with with Vince, that's what that that uh, yun yung ano, yun yung situation before. But now everyone, um, yes, not everyone can win, but it's a for me, it's more of a level playing field. That everyone has a chance to to prove themselves, and everyone has a role to play in this wrestling boom. Maganda rin itong up ni Mon in the comments na, you know, some superstars who aren't getting TV time on the main roster get sent to NXT and then that's where they're getting their reps, diba? Sina Baron Corbin, Dana Brooke, Mustafa Ali, uh, even Angel and Umberto who have this little uh, vignette now, diba? Angel worked hard for that one tier. Uh, <laughs> just the fact that they were able to get get that out of him, diba? Uh, in, in another lifetime, I don't think we would have had all of these people coming into NXT and being an integral part of their weekly storytelling. So uh, I echo what uh, Ro and Emil have said here. Uh, it's actually a good thing right now. Parang not everything can be 100% your way. So we take what we can. And I still think that it's still better today than it was before. Uh, one thing I also realized just now, uh, yung, yung Ginawana Triple H in the year that he's been back, he called up uh, like years worth of call ups in like a few months, right? so that doesn't happen. That that's never happened before. Okay, yeah, we now have a glut of um, his NXT kids uh, now in on the main roster. And um back then, uh, you know, uh, Vince was you know uh, staggering them, you know, pushing, um, calling them up in intervals. And now you have all of these guys here at the same time. So talagang hindi mo siya ng ano, the same effort all throughout. Yeah. 
Uh, do you want to answer this quick question from Angelo, who's a new commenter? Thoughts daw on Nick Aldis joining WWE as a producer? Yeah. Balibalita to from the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny because uh, he's also facing the LA Knight problem. Uh, Vince didn't initially want to give LA Knight because the uh, opportunity because he's matanda uh, All this is also pretty old. He's pretty, you know, he's a veteran now. He's uh, forty. He's yeah. The, yeah, yeah. He's he's forty, and uh, normally you would get signed to be a player. And I think bagay uh, na all this WWE main roster. But I also see na. Uh, why they put him in a producer role um, at this time, then I think he would also get lost in the shuffle. So I don't mind. Uh, Aldous is pretty solid. Um, he's also like in the LA Knight mold, but not uh, an Attitude Era cosplayer. <laughs> so um, uh, I, I get it. I get it. Um, I don't think that precludes him. I don't think that that'll stop him from, stop them from booking him on the show. I think it's a matter of time. But, uh, you know, it's not a bad ad. Yeah. Uh, let's see, diba? Uh, if Adam Pierce nagawan siya ng role, diba? Uh, despite it being a non-wrestling capacity, but if they were able to find something for Adam Pierce, uh, who's to say na hindi nila magagawa ng role one day si Nick Aldis, the national treasure? All right, uh, let's get to Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. Na nagulat tayong lahat when Brock Lesnar, after all of these months of terrorizing Cody and brutalizing him in front of his mother, uh, nung natalo siya ni Cody Rhodes, he went up and offered his hand, hugged the man, and raised his arm in victory. Clearly endorsement to mula kay Brock Lesnar. And aside from winning the world championship, an endorsement from Brock Lesnar is, I would argue, the next best thing. So, Emil, what does Cody do from here? He will go on to continue finishing his story. That's I have <laughs> to finish the story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nah, you know, the pro- progression of this story uh, when this when the the feud started. Nah, Cody has to overcome Brock to you know maybe um, you know so that you know parang again it's gonna be a seal of approval. If he defeats Brock, then there's might there um there might be a chance now he's probably gonna gonna be good enough to face Roman again. So it, it it's it's that. You know? mm-hmm. my reactions come up from uh Brock doing what he did at the end of that match. Yeah, I still don't think I still I still need the steel step spot explained to me. Yeah. No, I know why he's not DQ, but um I I also would like to know why the ref didn't call for the DQ. Uh Brock um, endorsing Cody maybe because uh, nasira ni Cody yung shorts niya so um, <laughs> he thought that was impressive I guess <laughs> no I think it's a it's a sign of um, Brock acknowledging Cody as you know he's ready for it you know I, I don't know what what made Brock the, the gatekeeper of the main event scene but uh, <laughs> I guess it's a good sign um, I don't know how they plan to write the Cody arc thing from here pero siyempre uh the, the fact that he won over Brock and the fact that um, Brock uh, made that gesture, it, it, it served its purpose na, uh, na boost yung profile ni Cody. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other thoughts or do you want to move on to LA Knight? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Appropriate. Let's talk about LA Knight then. Wins the Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle Royal. So he gets that Slim Jim money. He's on that TVC alongside Bianca Belair. And then two nights after SummerSlam, he's in the ring against The Miz despite being a SmackDown guy. And uh, everybody's say, uh, saying na, ah, parang medyo na-expose si LA Knight dito ah. Emil, did you feel that way? Or did you feel na napantayan naman niya si Miz on the mic? He did. Um, nakasabay na. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. But barely, you know, because I've never... Dito ko lang talaga nakita yung The Rock comparisons with LA Knight and The Rock. Because The Rock, his promos is basically, you know, he's one of the greatest. But when you see his promos, it's mostly the same thing every time. Lagi lang nilalait yung opponent niya. And with here, I was so nervous na LA Knight will choke after yung mga sinabi ni Miz. Pero I'm glad that LA Knight nakasabay siya. And he didn't resort to what The Rock would do in the Attitude Era, which is, you know, calling, call, uh, pointing out Mrs. Tiny Balls and, and all that. So parang he also He did point said, out Mrs. Tiny Balls. No, but oh, that was at meron. the beginning. That was at the beginning where I thought, oh boy, <laughs> you know, oh boy, maybe he's going to choke here. The last the last uh, part of that promo, okay then, okay yung sinabi niya eh, na um, he's yung basically said that he's sporty and, you know, he's going to use the Miz as a stepping stone to get to the to the main event and all that. So, um, good job to LA Knight. I really, uh, for but he held up his own yeah uh i saw people talking about it before i actually saw the segment um people said he kind of choked i don't think he choked just because he flubbed the toilet line uh i don't think so um i don't know hong sinulat yung promo content yeah by the writers but i thought he, he did pretty fine uh, Emil's right in saying that it wasn't your typical rock promo where uh, he fights uh, serious allegations with childish nonsense, juvenile, uh, uh, juvenile name calling. Uh, LA Knight actually fleshed out a pretty good part of his uh, whatever lore there was, his backstory. So I appreciated that he actually gave an insight into who he was, what he did, what he did before WWE, and what he did WWE. And your goals, yeah. So it's actually a pretty good uh, in, uh, introductory promo. Actually, the kind of promo that he should have cut um, the first time he stepped foot as LA Knight. But sempre, it's the reintroduction as uh, as a main or something of a main event player or something of a no, big as a player. baby face. Because he heals so like you can't yeah, really yeah. say those oh, things. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, heal yeah, sure, pa sure. Sure. Right, So now that right. he's really a baby face, I think this this is the right time to bust that out. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, I agree, I agree. Uh yeah, he's pretty good. Uh Yuge was right. Um it was a lot better than I was expecting. It's already a lot better than whatever Rock would do, diba? So uh yung padang. Um and the fact that LA Knight doesn't have to read his wrist to get to get through his promo, diba? So uh I was pretty good. I was pretty convinced. Um I'm also slowly getting convinced of how LA Knight is worthy of the spot. Kasi yun yeah, uh uh as 
Emil said there were there were worries of him just being all catchphrase and you know soundbite and uh, popular uh, meme uh, catchphrase, diba? So I I like this now. It showed he showed na kaya nang um, laliman pa. So okay and for me. Yeah. Uh, really good stuff from LA Knight, uh, who is a full-fledged babyface. Unlike Shinsuke Nakamura, who turned heel at the very end of this week's Monday Night Raw. He attacked Seth Rollins, and he's going after the World Heavyweight Championship. And it was kind of leading up to this over the past few weeks. Because Shinsuke I'm tired of people getting in my way. I'm tired of uh, people not respecting me. And then all of a sudden, like he would just uh, turn heel on Champa or maybe on Bronson Reed. But no, he went straight for Seth. Freaking Rollins, Emil. What went through your mind when this came out? I, yeah, I like it. Because uh, I don't know. Maybe when since when Triple H took over and challenging Gunther, I thought he was going some. He was going somewhere. Um, maybe being back again to the upper mid card scene. And then Malasha for a while, and now he's just trying to get back into the scheme of things. And him going heel, I'm fine with. Because Seth needs new challengers then for the World Heavyweight Championship. And um, when this happened, um, yung, unang, yung unang pumasok sa isip ko is, I wish they could bring Lil Uzi Burt's Nakamura as his heel theme song. <laughs> so, um, I know that might not happen, but, you know, wishful thinking. And uh, for all Nakamura fans, this, this is just going to be good for... For all of you, because he's gonna be, he's gonna have maybe a two to three PLE feuds uh, here with with Seth, and it's gonna be a good program. I actually thought Shinsuke turned like a few weeks ago. <laughs> I thought the whole Champa <laughs> thing was him already turning. Palami, it's a turn, and uh, deserve, you know. Um, I am more a fan of Face Nakamura. But uh, heel Nakamura was where he made his bread and butter in NJPW, right? Uh, there over, and then he naturally got over because of his Michael Jackson stylings, right? So uh, it's fun to get back to what worked originally. So okay, lang din. Um, it means inya um, Triple H is giving him his turn in the sun. Uh, maybe it leads somewhere. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe he's just uh, it's just one of those uh, flavor of the month pushes, which is. Fine, I guess. Uh, you know, sa edad ni Nakamura ngayon, I mean, like, uh, it doesn't really have anything left to prove. Like, yes, it would be nice to have a world championship, uh, either one of them. Pero, um, alam mo yun, uh, if I were him, I'd, I'd be happy just collecting the WWE bag. Uh, some people will hate that he kind of phones it in, but, you know, after years, after a decade plus in New Japan, um, I, I would just, you know, <laughs> I would just take it easy and stay doing what uh, gets what keeps me over yeah uh, let's not forget that 20 plus year veteran na rin si Shinsuke Nakamura halos kasabayan niya si Brian Danielson and Danielson's been yeah, uh, yeah, in legit. the game since hmm. 99 yeah. 2000 diba? so they are you know, they are batchmates uh, LA Dojo that's right so you know it, it, it should paint a picture of how long Shinsuke Nakamura has been in the game uh, we're going to cross over now to AEW. And if you notice, for the last few weeks, the main event ng AEW Dynamite has always been a women's match. I think three or four weeks running na to. And this week, we got it again. Hikaru Shida versus Anna Jay for the Women's World Championship. It was the one women's match. And I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it was the one women's segment on the entire show. And they saved it for the main yeah, event. Yeah, it was. 
It was, really was. So he's been doing this lately. He did uh, Death Before Dishonor with a women's main event. He was doing Rampage a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks running now for the women's main event. Then he did this for the second week in a row. So, yeah, um, I don't think we talked about this here in the sh- on the stream, but uh, there was a sign no, a couple of weeks a couple of weeks ago. Nah, they panned to amazingly on Dynamite. Nah, uh, that said, uh, book the women's division better. So I can't believe they le- they left that slide. So yeah, apparently Tony Khan. Um, Tony Khan's idea of booking the women's division better is putting them in the main event. And over the weekend, but it has to be mentioned that Lufisto, uh, an indie veteran who is a woman with a, a women woman wrestler, um, she was talking about uh, reports that she got from someone in the locker room in AEW. Nah, I know. Nah. It's a bit rough over there. Uh, the, the environment is essentially toxic. And then apparently, reportedly, Tony Khan is ragging on the women for uh, not drawing not drawing as much in the ratings of us. So there's, there's stuff like that. And on one hand, while it's easy to, you know, um, deny things are happening because, you know, Tony Khan presents himself as a being Oshucks kind of guy uh, when it comes to the wrestlers around him. Uh, you can also kind of see it manifest in the way um, the show is booked, the way some of the women act on 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 Twitter. Right? Uh, there are some of them uh, being bullies, and then you know, um, one thing doesn't line up with the other. Right? Uh, uh, so it's pretty sad. Yeah, um, I I can see that. Um, Tony Khan really doesn't uh, value the women as much. You know, actions are. A lot stronger than words. If they, if he really gave a shit, um, it wouldn't be a, a token women's segment on the show. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, you know, you can't fool me. Yeah, So sad lang. I don't I don't know what what it's gonna take. Pero kasi you know, some people are protected. You know, like like Britt Baker, uh, uh, the outcast. Some people are 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 fine with the spots they have because they're given TV time. So. It's like it's like uh, the big stars in WWE. They're not gonna call for uni- unionization because uh, they get really good um, benefits. So you're not gonna see uh, a players' association, a wrestlers' association, anytime soon. Because uh, a lot, uh, some others are 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 doing a lot better than most others. Right? So you know, um, it's it's sad that he is you know trying to PR his way out of this by pretending that the women's main event is really really what. Women's wrestling fans want to see from AEW. Ego Emil, anything to add, or is the is status quo okay with you? No, um, TK has long ways to go before uh, fixing or um, fix, fixing this women's division, and his actions again. It's not does not bode well for for the long term um, long term uh, you know long term progress of this division. Um, parang ito yung yung mga main, putting the main events. It's only a band aid solution. It's not a permanent fix to to how the booking of the women's division is. You know, matagal pa. Like this is still. Uh, but TK has to be the one who should he he should be committed to actually changing the women's division, not just putting them in the main event. Di, di, for me, hindi pa yon enough. For me to say, nice doing something. Like, hey, you put them in the main event, pero does it still, you know, still doesn't change the fact that 
it has been the the women's the booking of the women's division. It's not that great. Uh, may tanong si Julian. What happened to Willow after her Owen Cup win in the Athena match? Exactly. Oh, she like, is doing more things on Collision and Ring of yeah. Honor. So yeah, you have to watch those. Uh, it's, it's not wrong, naman. Pero siempre, if we had more than the lone tokens women's match, the token women's match or segment on the show, we would get less of these questions, diba? So And we would get less of these wasted momentum. Yeah, it's not just a dynamite problem, actually. Uh, it's all three shows, if you notice, diba? You have that token women's segment on all three shows. Ganun lang, ganun lang all right, uh, we're going to finish up here with a live stream. We have an audio-only discussion. And believe us, so there's still a lot to talk about in the audio-only part, which goes up tomorrow on uh, your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, we're going to talk about the JAS breakup. So that happened to start Dynamite Ganina. And uh, you got to wonder, where does everyone go from here? Because I think the only one who really comes out here looking or, or smelling like roses is Anna J. Because she doesn't have to go by Anna J.A.S. anymore. And I've always hated how she uh, you know, decided to get called Anna J.A.S. when she part of faction Jericho. Uh, Emil, any guesses on uh, what happens from, from this point? Like, does Jericho join Don Callis based on what happened here? So Jericho hasn't joined the Callis family, right? Yeah, no. Uh, well, uh, not yet. So this, the, 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 he made decision. Made the decision next week. So maybe this is a swerve. Yeah. Nah, mm-hmm. you know, like they, they they're still together after. Uh, yeah. Af- by next after week. the after the the Don Callis conversation he had Kanina backstage, I I think this is a swerve. I <laughs> say uh, all of these things. The 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 meeting that they had, that was your breakup. The, the the decision of some of the other guys. Especially see Tai Conchi, um, Jake Hager, uh, all of that felt rushed because we never really got to see them. All the only people we had to see um, have their frustrations were Sammy Guevara and uh, Daniel Garcia, and then some of the uh, the 2.0 guys. So um, it felt super rushed, and it's because of that that I feel that it's actually not going to push through. Even though um, I think people are ready to have the JAS breakup. Uh, for some reason, um, well, Shampira can say it, it employs like uh, a good number of the mid carders at AEW, but um, uh, I think um, it was a good idea to have them break up, although I wanted the breakup to be a little more handled better. But, Shampira, okay, because new opportunities for everyone involved. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to point out ni Angelo na si Daniel Garcia sumay- oh, right. kahit, uh, <laughs> <That was funny>. <laughs> No, I like that point. Uh, it's great that you mentioned because Garcia had a really good promo um, in that segment because he yeah. literally detailed how he turned his back on being a wrestler, quote unquote, yes. to be a sports entertainer to impress Chris Jericho. And then it's great that they touched on that detail because um, that little arc was pretty much forgotten after that happened so i like where that was going and um that's why i said now it, it is time then to to break up the jas because ang daming ibang potential ng mga mid-carders dito yeah i think of all of the people who voiced yung frustrations nila sina daniel garcia and sammy guevara lang talaga nakapag-express ng pagka-flesh out nun kasi yeah, kasi they were the ones getting the story yeah they were right, the ones right. who got the story yeah Everyone else, uh, alam mo sobrang babo, like Jake Hager goes, I like that hat. Or, okay, so he used the past tense. Good for you, buddy. 
But yeah, um, I I appreciate naman the effort to uh to tell yung story ni Garcia and to uh, flesh out Sammy Guevara even more. So we'll see what happens next week when Chris Jericho has his own the decision segment, and you know we'll find out where he will take his talents to. All right, <clears throat> well, we've got the audio-only version coming up. Uh, we have a lot of talk about between MJF and Adam Cole going after Aussie Open, the New Day's return, Chad Gable's push, Shayna Baszler becoming a babyface right now, the Street Profits who aren't getting a lot of love just because there's so much love to go around and so much to talk about, and the two NXT Heritage, uh, Heritage Cup champions. All of that part of your audio-only portion of the podcast. If you made it this far, this is the audio-only portion just because there's so much to talk about in the world of wrestling that now we, we really have to have these bonus discussions. And we're going to start with MJF and Adam Cole, baby, uh, who have announced their intentions to go after Aussie Open and the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship. Hindi lang yun. Nagpa-double book sila sa all-in. So they're going to be part of Zero Hour, which is like the kickoff show for the AEW pay-per-views. And then their main eventing for the AEW World Championship. Emil, what did you think when this went down? Nagulat ako na they were double booking. Like I thought the match will happen before All In. <laughs> Pero, um, yeah, we're gonna get two MJF matches at All In, which is um, which is rare. You know, so but I think this ano lang to, um, They're not gonna win the tag team championships. Like uh, this is gonna be a part of the story heading into that title match uh, at All In. So um yeah as much as i love their their team they're not gonna they're not gonna beat aussie open especially na aussie open just won the title very recently and um seems like uh tk is really gonna push uh aussie open uh down there in roh remember he spent on aussie open he, he yeah, plucked them from njpw exactly yeah um, this is interesting. Uh, I like. Uh, there's a lot of things to like about this segment. One is you know, you melt on a MJFK Roderick Strong. <laughs> uh, the other one is um, Cole actually acknowledging his history with ROH and he put ROH over. And now it's a developmental brand for AEW, and he put that over. And you know, talagang, uh, people were reminded now. Okay, uh, Adam Cole was a big deal in ROH, and uh, he uses that star power and legacy to um, to parlay it into uh, what seems to be a random ROH tag team championship match. But yeah, as Emil said, it's part of the story. Uh, it kind of telegraphs the Adam Cole turn because uh, they're going to be tired, but at home. And then Adam Cole presumably is going to use that to his advantage by having... Um, MJF be weak for the the backstabbing heel turn. Uh, again, I don't want it to happen so soon, but it is inevitably going to happen. So uh, I don't know if that means Adam Cole is going to win and beat MJF, but it is pretty interesting. It's a nice uh, wrinkle you don't see often in you know in the betrayal stories like this. Mm-hmm. It's major weird young earlier after that promo because usually in a wrestling promo when uh you'll fight back. And Roderick Strong, he, he doesn't that doesn't fight back. He but uh he the kingdom comfort in him. That's that seems very suspicious of why me he that. doesn't fight back. He's he has a neck injury. No, like verbally, <laughs> like you know, so, ah, so verbally. Hey, no, ver- verbally, yes, because ver- um Roderick Strong is terrible on the mic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah. that's why Major Sassian. Like, no, it's I not think- sus, because I Roddy, Roddy is really bad on the mic. That was uh, the main knock against him. No peakness ROH. So uh, I, I don't 
I don't blame him for not wanting to go toe to toe with MJF and Adam no, Cole. Yeah, but like I, th- I get, I think may something going on. Like there's gonna be a secret alliance. Na feel ko lang mangyari after all in. I mean, the alliance is already there between the Kingdom and Roderick Strong. And if anything, to your point, Emil, na Roddy didn't fight back on the mic and he just tucked his tail and ran into the comforting arms of uh, Mike Bennett and Matt Taven. I think it was basically him being a little bitch. Right? Uh, that, that, yeah. That's why this is my favorite part of the feud. Roderick Strong and everything he's doing. Because it's very consistent. Talaga. Like If Roderick Strong fought and defended his own honor on the mic against MJF and Adam Cole, una, may eviscerate siya. Pangalawa, uh, it, it doesn't track anymore with how bitchy he has been since Adam Cole decided that MJF was his new BFF. Mm. True, true. All right, all right. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go back to WWE here and let's talk about the new day. Congrats to Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods for making a uh, triumphant return. Oh, yeah. On Monday Night Ooh. Raw, uh, they looked really fresh. Parang hindi halata na, you know, Kofi had a pretty gnarly ankle injury. He actually posted on his Instagram yung x ray and then the picture, the stitches, them taking the stitches out. Medyo ka siya. So uh, watch that video at your own risk. Uh, but, you know, it's nice that after five months, na recover siya. He's 100%. And Woods has been healthy as well. Uh, the question is, though, where do they fit in this wrestling boom? Because there's only so many spots to go around. And with the tag team championship still just being held by one team, where do the New Day go here? For, for me, I know, New Day is, I would call them the Udanus Haslam of the tag team division. <laughs> so better than si better Yeah, but, but Haslam. <laughs> Haslam, talaga, as in no minutes. <laughs> no, pero ano, parang sila na yung ano, old reliable tag team na if you want a, a young tag team to get over, you put them against a new day because the new day automatic they're 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 popular with with the audience no matter what. So secure na yung position nila sa sa company eh. Like they have already done the work. So they're 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 there to I think at this point they're there to put over younger talent. And can I, I call them the Yudan Assassin because they're, they're the veteran presence in that tag team division. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. But um, I well, if they were there to put over the younger talent, they wouldn't have beaten the Fighting Raiders. <laughs> uh, that, that, there's that, right? Um, um, I don't know if they're gonna get back to you know pre-pandemic levels, you, you mid 2010s um heyday to that. But I do enjoy watching them again. You you really miss watching X and Kofi uh, do their thing, especially Kofi. Um, he's a different kind of high flyer because uh, uh, you really miss him when he's gone. And I actually do want to see them, how they navigate the Triple H era. Because uh, when Kofi got injured, he basically... Um, Missed out on the first few, on the on you know the the Triple H era really getting into full swing. So I want to see how Triple H treats them, especially as a legacy tag team already um, in in the in the company. Uh, Xavier Woods had this little thing with Gunther, right? but uh, that was just a minor thing. And then he got uh, he got sidelined from the spotlight when when Kofi was also sidelined. So I, uh, a lot of things that could go, go right. I think, um, I don't think they need to be pushed any more than they have to because, you know, they are one of the GOAT tag teams in the company right now. Oh, Haslam na nga daw sila. Oh, ha. Fucking Haslam. But, um, you know, hindi man lang shock or something. Uh, 
but uh, I do want to see what the Triple H future holds for them. Yeah, uh, at the very least, we'll get to see Kofi's kicks, and they're always a nice sight to yeah. see. Um, sobrang fresh ng attire niya, uh, topped off by the UNC theme Jays. All right, uh, let's go to Chad Gable, uh, who was the hometown hero on Monday Night Raw. We stand this Chad, and uh, I, I really enjoyed how he's getting his time in the sun. Ngayon na siya yung next challenger ni Gunther. And to be fair to WWE, they've actually spent the last couple of weeks building up to this match by first having Gunther uh, challenge uh, Chad Gable to the beat the clock challenge. And then Chad Gable proving that he's legit. He outlasted Riddle, Ricochet, and Tommaso Ciampa. Got to do the chaos theory as his finisher. And then he was able to get the pinfall victory. So, you know, Chad Gable... Um, showing that this is a different WWE Because in, in regime's past If you're the mm. hometown hero You will get clowned in your hometown uh, And clearly yeah. that is no longer the norm Which is a great thing For everyone going back to their hometown For sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, Deserve, deserve um, I, I've, I've been a big Chad Gable fan Since the NXT days um, I think he is like the low-key this generation's hurt angle because he you translated his Olympic success into uh, really good uh, pro wrestling skills and pro wrestling pedigree. I, I would dare say he's even better than Kurt. But uh, you know, a lot of people would uh, get mad at that statement. But I do think um, he has way more upside than Kurt because, for one thing, he's not wrestling with a broken freaking neck, <laughs> so he doesn't have to. Hindi naman sa droga. wrestling bago droga. So I like that. Um, I, it's also a great moment to see um, Chad Gable uh, celebrate with his kid. Yeah. So it, th- that kind of thing proves that Triple H isn't giving you a bad ending because he wants to give you a bad ending. Like like Vince, um, who would just give you a bad ending because he felt like it. Like he he felt like giving the other guy a win, right? So uh, if anything, I hope people take a look at this and say and see. In the bigger picture, now sometimes you really do have to lose, as I said earlier. Um, I, I know this is far fetched, but I can see this starting like a Daniel Bryan run for Chad Gable. Because I can also see the parallels. Now, Bryan started to get over when you know, he would he would have more matches on TV, and people are just uh, amazed by this guy. Same with Chad Gable. Because there are times now he would. Chad Gable would go out with uh, on uh, on yung pop, but at the end of the match, people are cheering for this guy because right. of how how good he is, you know. So I can see that, um, but now, but maybe in a, in a few years, if they can develop this story of him overcoming Gunther, and then you know who knows, he might be challenging for a world heavyweight championship uh, sooner rather than later. So he has a. For me, he has that potential talaga to be a main eventer. And I'm glad na Triple H is seeing that or you know, he's starting to give this guy uh chances to you know chances to to cook. And um mga fans, that's why there's been support uh he's been getting more cheers lately. Uh so yeah, uh so kudos to Chad Gable. He's he deserves this. He, des- he deserves his push, and maybe he'll get another bigger push down the line. Yeah, just to add to the Chad Gable love fest, let's take note that he uh, started 2022 in this Alpha Academy shtick with Otis. Now, they were supposed to be just comedy heels. And for Chad Gable to turn all of that into such organic goodwill, na, na turn facing Sarili niya at si Otis and freaking Maxine Dupree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To in the point, 18 months' time. Yeah. yeah. Right? 
like yeah. for for him to have just done all of that or for all three of them to have done that together says a lot about how committed they were to the character work and how alam nila yung timpla ng tao they knew what buttons to push and uh, just the sheer likability translated on screen so chineer sila ng mga tao hanggang sa hindi na lang namalayan ng tao na oh wow these guys are the baby faces now and uh yes uh, nasa taong gawa but also uh for in this case nasa justin ng awa diba so triple h allow them to flourish like uh if uh, it's it's one of those things uh you would think that he's keeping la knight down the, the way vince would keep other young budding talent down pero there is a plan like triple h sees it and then he he writes a story that you know best maximizes these things uh the the goodwill that they got and uh, now you see the fruit uh, you know the, the whole thing bearing fruit diba so uh it's great that uh chad gable and the rest of the alpha academy knew what buttons to push see gables especially but uh half of that also goes to triple h for giving them the ball to run with in the first place mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of stories being told, ito, we have a new story now coming out of SummerSlam with Shayna Baszler being such a badass babyface. And I think given what she's done since SummerSlam and how she uh, put Ronda Rousey to sleep, I don't think there's any debate. She really is a babyface at this point. Like she's a very rough around the edges babyface in the same way that Becky Lynch is presenting herself as the man uh, after that very short heel turn in 2018. Uh, and then see Shayna, she's also just targeting everyone. In a very stone cold like manner, like I don't care kung good guy ka or bad guy ka, I have an old score to settle with you. I will go after you. And we saw that when she took on not only Zoe Stark, but she also made her intentions clear. Kai Becky Lynch on Raw. Remember their feud from three years ago? Yeah, it's great. Um, I was when I saw that match, I was wondering, wait, why are two heels going at it? Then I realized, okay, yeah, um, people want to cheer Shayna as well. Uh, I don't know. Uh, if they're there yet, but I think they will get there. Uh, I I want to see Shayna succeed, and Shempre bata din siya ni Triple H. Eh. So um, it's only a matter of time. Then, like uh, Triple H sees all of the the people that he brought back, and um, has uh, you know their time in the sun scheduled. It seems <laughs> at least pencil kahit papana. So I like this. I like this a lot. Uh, I just wish they'd bring back the Seafoes theme uh, for Shayna. Yeah, but uh, um. I I, I want to see the the Queen of Spades that dominated NXT in the mid 2010s. Yeah. Um. Again, I'm glad that they're actually doing a babyface run here for Shayna. Because and another thing, I'm glad that she's back in in singles. Because I feel like she has been stuck in the tag team division with different partners for way too long. Ever since pandemic, siguro she has been stuck in the tag team competing yep. for the tag team division. So now it's Great now she's finally going singles again. And you know, we saw her in, in NXT. She was a very dominant, a very credible dominant champion. And um, you know, I could see her doing the same thing in the main roster. And uh, you know, uh Shayna versus Rhea, that's gonna be probably possibly someday that's gonna be a money match uh, down the line. Hey, it was a money match on NXT, but si yeah, was. Oh. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. to end her second women's championship run. And Tamarin Sinabemo Emil na Shayna's actually been in a tag team situation for much of her main roster run, from Nia Jax to Natalia to Ronda Rousey. So that, that's something that a lot of people have uh, probably forgotten uh, about Shayna Baszler. 
Right, uh, moving back to SmackDown here, the Street Profits have finally re-entered the ring after weeks of hanging out with Bobby Lashley, yung slow progression ng outfits nila. They came out wearing suits and they attacked uh, both Hit Row, I believe, and uh, the Good Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Hit Row yeah, and the Good yeah. Brothers. So, no, it was Brawling Brutes. Oh, sorry, Brawling Brutes, Brutes yeah, and yeah, the Brawling Good Brothers. Brutes. Thank you, yeah. Emil. Yeah. So the Street Profits supposedly turn heel here, diba? Because if you attack both teams and you disrupt the match, you're a heel. Plus they were in suits. Plus they were mean mugging. So they go to the back and then Bobby Lashley meets them on stage and everyone's like, yay, Bobby Lashley! <laughs> yeah, people love Bobby Lashley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For good reason, guys... But what do you think about this? Don't you guys find it funny that whenever a black superstar turns heel... They have them wear suits as if it was 2004 and David Stern was the commissioner of the NBA. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, why, why is that the heel turn for a black guy? Now, suddenly he's going from uh, his uh, usual street clothes to, to wearing formal business attire. So. Okay, to be fair, Hit Row did not start wearing suits when they yeah. no, but No, no, no. I'm not saying every uh, black wrestler or black group that turns heel uh, does this but um, it's a way for them to turn heel like I don't know if you guys remember the Shad heel turn on JTG yeah, uh, a decade ago then after that they made him wear a suit <laughs> that, ito, my, my justification for Bobby Lashley because uh, if you remember when he started the Hurt Business uh, he said both in kayfabe and out of kayfabe uh, now wearing the suit is a power move na, oh, yeah. it was his way of really showing and flexing now we're professionals we do this at the highest level and we yeah. dress like it so I think it tracks in with the Bobby Lashley character and the way that he's trying to make his influence rub off on the street profits I don't, I don't, so that part I, don't, I can get I don't think I've ever seen a white Wrestler do this Evolution Evolution Yeah, yeah but that's You know a yeah. long time ago That was like Randy Orton And Batista <laughs> Authority Authority Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's fine yeah. Alright 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 All right, it's okay um, I like this uh, It's funny And yeah I pointed it out the, the people were cheering Lashley when he came out And yeah um, There are some people That the, the, the crowd Really just wants A reason to cheer for and it's one of those things. Uh, Inya, uh, boom period, Triple H. Um, he's been giving people time. So uh, when they get, when they see them again, when they see these people again on their screens, um, uh, they the, the 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 reaction is to cheer them. So it's funny. I don't know wh- where that's gonna go. Uh, the hurt business also kind of turned face eventually somewhere down the line in their in- original incarnation. Actually, wish. Um, they would merge with the original Hurt Business. But at least, yeah. at least get Cedric and Shelton back on. They don't get a chance at this redemption. Right? Yeah, and uh, I know, people just love these three. The, the, the Street Profits. People love the Street Profits. And also they love Bobby Lashley. That's why it wasn't a surprise that people cheered them. They, For me, for people to boo them, they have to do something like so evil, like so yeah, what? What yeah. is that thing? The sobrang despicable. Uh, what would you like, have? F these guys. <laughs> Maybe take out the you know Rey Mysterio. Take out the LWO. Because see, the pabang babyface faction. Oh, they already attacked the brawling brutes. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be so difficult because they again they lo- people love these three and um again wait and see patay. Because we just got a taste of these three as a faction. You know, maybe they can add more members. You know, maybe bring back the bring back the whole hurt business back, you know, with MVP and you know Sh- Sh- Shelton and Cedric and even Oma. So 
I don't know. Um, so they again. That was a great, sur- great um, surprise. Nung SmackDown, akala ko they would still continue having back- backstage uh, vignettes, you know. Pero you know, um, they they pulled the trigger on them finally being on the on 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 the screen and you know attacking wrestlers. So uh, let's see and uh, wait uh, as to how this faction would develop. And, and by the way, um, replacing ano, replacing uh. Replacing uh, Shelton and Cedric with the Street Profits is like uh, upgrading from Harrison Barnes to Kevin Durant. So, still, no. still, <laughs> I'm a fan of those guys. Shelton is a legend. Uh, you, you yeah. can't, you know, you can't throw him to the side. He, he's still like the Ric Flair of of the operation, at least in this incarnation, without MVP. Yeah, yeah plus Cedric fair. is still quite literally in his prime. You can't <laughs> oh. say Nalaosa si Cedric Alexander. He's only 34, 35 years old, yeah. and he, you know he's in peak condition. So I, I'm with Roe here. Uh, if, if we're going to build another uh, Black American faction centered around Bobby Lashley, give him two tag teams to work with. Oh, no. Or I know, put, put Melo in there as the young oh. guy. Sure. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> yeah, bring them all together for all I can. Give them all yeah, Let's bring MVP. up Trick Williams as well. Oh, si Apollo Cruz, like, hey, what in Si Odyssey Jones, gusto mo? Sige, nakall up na rin naman, di ba? Lat na. Look at those, all those guys that they called up. I forgot they called up in the draft. Yeah. You might as well put them all together since you're already there, Emil. All right, we're going to close things out here with two NXT Heritage Cup champions. So we got treated to a pretty fun Heritage Cup match between uh, Noam Dar and Tyler Bate. And uh, Pinoy out the Noam Dar, na technically Tyler Bate has no right to go carrying around the Heritage Cup. Because Noam Dar never lost his. It was Oro Mensa who got pinned for it. So way to throw your main man under the bus, Noam Dar. But also it <laughs> made logical sense. <laughs> now, you didn't pin me. So there's a stalemate now ni Nathan Fraser. And I don't know if this is going to be like a multi-man match at Heat Wave or at the next NXT premium live event. Uh, but what do you think of this situation, Ro? I don't think you can do a multi-man match for the for the cup. How does that oh, work? No, actually, yeah, no, yeah. that's a great point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how do you resolve this? No, I think it's just, you know, straight up uh it's, just, it's straight up Fraser Noam versus Fraser, yeah. Uh so you know. Um it, you know, it's like the, it's like the interim AEW championship. It's one of those things. <laughs> but I like it. Uh you know, it's always great to see the NXT UK boys do their thing. Um one could say that Noam Dart deserves to be on the main roster again. veteran, like He's been doing this shit since before he turned 18, I believe. Yes. Um, uh, I, he doesn't deserve, he doesn't need to be developmental any longer, even though he's leading uh, a group of kids in the metaphor. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's uh, the one reason why they really needed to uh, still keep Noam Dar on NXT. Because I mean, Oro Mensa isn't exactly a rookie, but you know, to have him and Noam Dar also helping develop sina Lash Legend and Jakara Jackson, I think it's a step in the right direction. Um, you're right, it gives them something to do. And anything involving the Heritage Cup, I'm all in on it just because those matches are so, so fun. Like they really know how to uh, play with that format and make it super compelling and interesting on a week-to-week basis. Yep. All right, so, so that's it. Those are the audio-only conversations for this week's podcast. As always, if you have any thoughts or comments or, hell, violent reactions, send them our way at Wrestling2XPod on TikTok and on Twitter. 
but let's get some plugs here and let's start with Ro and the newest episode of your solo pod. Hey, yeah. Uh, Unmasked is uh, out of the new episode today, episode nine. Uh, we are in the last three uh, episodes uh, of the uh, of the season. So uh, please stay tuned for that. Uh, we're, we're wrapping up the year 2016, which is pretty much the worst year in PWR history uh, so far. So please stay tuned for that. But on this episode, episode nine, uh, we talk or I talk about rather with ABL, uh, the first and only mainline PWR event in the South. So that was in BF Homes. Um, it was the Road to Revolution X. And while it wasn't controversial um, as Manila Madness or Batanes, it's still pretty interesting. Because, uh, it was a badly promoted event in the South. So, you know, that's why you never see us go south of Mahati. So, you know, you know, yeah. so uh, please check that out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and you know, uh, check it out. And subscribe if you haven't yet. So, yeah. And Chepre as well, uh, before we get to it, um, MWF Action Novella TV is uh, on its second week on uh, Rock of Manila TV. And next week, it will start the uh, uh, Gigilat Romanza. Hey, sorry, Tamaba. Gigilat Romanza. Yeah, Gigilat Romanza. Yeah, yeah. Gigilat Romanza. Episodes that we taped last month. So if you are raring to go back and following our story, uh, tune in um, next week, next Monday uh, on Rock of Manila TV at 9 p.m. And uh, it's it's on uh, Sky Cable Channel 229 and our, on your Digibox. It's also available on Facebook and YouTube on Rock of Manila TV. Yeah. Uh, Emil, got anything to plug? No, not really. <laughs> Just follow me on all my socials on uh, Twitter and on TikTok. Email underscore All right. Meister. All right. Uh, for me, go check out post-show recaps. That's where I uh, recap Heal Season 2. A uh, new episode just dropped on Tuesday where we uh, talked about the current story of Heels. It's not a flashback. So uh, go check that out if you need someone to process Heels with because there there is still quite a lot to talk about despite Season 2 so far not being as heavy as Season 1. Thank God. So uh, again, uh, the show is called Post-Show Recaps. Then look for the Heels recaps there in, uh, in the main feed. All right. Uh, see, Chino's got a, a, an event. Babyface producer Jasper, let's uh, throw up that slide. Uh, it's happening on August 26. It's called One Time Big Time at Wicked Dogs BGC. Uh, ticket prices are on your screen. So uh, please support Chino as well because uh, one of the reasons why he's not as available on the live streams is because he's actually mounting events like this. So go support your local stand-up comedians who aren't problematic. All right. Uh, if you want to follow us on your social media, uh, you know where to find us. It is at Wrestling2XPod on TikTok and on Twitter, at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and on Spotify. And individually, it is at EML underscore Meister, at Chino Supersize, at Roiswar, at Monday Night Rowan, and at underscore Stan C. Thank you very much to Babyface producer Jasper at The Controls. And thank you to everyone over at the Pod Network for all of the good work that they do. Maga uh, announce kami. Uh, probably by tomorrow, yung, uh, uh, our, us uh, officially joining the pod network. Oh, yeah. We actually have a lot of announcements to go around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have another of, one. Uh, we have a special announcement next week on the stream. Please tune in. I think you guys will like this one. Yes. So, this is uh, TK's announcement of an announcement. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. I will have Let's an announcement graphic out. for the announcement. That's right. <laughs> That's all uh, coming up in the uh, live stream for next week. As always, Thursday, 7 p.m. on Facebook and on YouTube. Uh, go catch the Pick of the Week special if you haven't yet. And we'll release another one by Monday or Tuesday next week. 
this is another uh, episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast in the books on behalf of the Cuffing Emil ASH and Romoran. My name is Stan C. Saying stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye bye. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.